Hello, everybody. This is Father Luke Rowicki. And this is, once again, Brother Andrew Torrey. Continuing the series presented to you by Pause. And Play. So, if you tune into our first episode, which we hope you did, then you understand perfectly the context of the title All In. Brother Andrew, tell give me us a why, refresher. Tell me why, tell oh, me why. Oh, we're jingle. Why has life dealt me this card? Cause I'm going all in. Well, Andrew, tell us, besides the fact that that Bashy Boy song has is still alive, will never die. Never gonna die. Why, why, what is this theme of all in referring to? Well, we're going all in. We're gonna, we're putting all of our chips on the table, right into the ante, into the pot, because... Not because we trust that everything is going to be perfect because we have an amazing hand or that our life is totally in order. No, 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 no. Because our life is a mess. <laughs> our life is a mess. But the cards that we're holding are, are divine because we're, we're children of God. And so we totally trust that the Father is going to lead us through our lives, through this valley of tears, but also a valley of joy because life is not only difficult. It's fun. It's exciting. It's hard. It's challenging. And, and he's given us the tools. He's giving us the tools that we need to discern his will, to discern fulfillment and joy and happiness. So that's why we're going all in. Because he's, yes. he's, he's pushing us there. <laughs> all in. So as just, all in refers to that discernment, that idea of, okay, I want to live life to the full. I want to be confident that the step I'm going to take is the right one because I've discerned, I've thought, I've reflected and so we're talking about discernment. We're following in the paths of Pope Francis, who began last year, August of 2022, with some speeches, some audiences on discernment. And his language is so good, and it's so perfect for the world we live in today because we need to pause. We need to pause. We need to reflect what is what are our thoughts telling us, what are our feelings telling us. And so now we began last episode, okay, why, why is this theme important? We kind of gave some experiences. And now we're going to talk about, okay, well, now let's talk about how to discern. What does that mean? And number one, um, what we need to kind of begin this whole process is what, Brother Andrew? We just need to remember what discernment is, right? It's Pope Francis says that it's a reflection of the mind, of the heart, that we have to do before making a decision, right? That's what, that's what it is. Um, in order to do that, the first thing that we need to do is we need to become aware. Aware, people. This is what we're talking aware. about. How to be aware, why to be aware, when to be aware, what to be aware of, so on and so forth. When to be aware. And so, Brother Andrew, um, we were talking a little bit about, like, so Pope Francis in September 7th, his speech there, he gives the example of St. Ignatius. Pope Francis is a Jesuit. St. Ignatius is the founder of the Jesuits, but he's also whoa, the founder, whoa, whoa. really, of this uh, this school of discernment, whatever you want to call it. That um, continues 500 years later, enlightening so many people. You hear it in so many retreats. Um, I guess let's start with, since Pope Francis does that himself, kind of with the story of St. Ignatius, because that's where this kind of awareness and this kind of beginnings of discernment it begins to develop. But it's a pretty cool story on top of that. So, but Andrew. It's, it's an awesome story. It's this guy who was a soldier in, in a Spanish army in northeastern north, uh, Spain. And they were fighting against the French and the French were coming in and they were invading, invading his territory. 
and Ignatius got a cannon hit in his leg and he, and he had to have, he had to have surgery on his leg. I'm glad I didn't have, to, I've never had to have surgery in the 1500s. <laughs> it must've been terrible. Oof. And, yeah. And so, so St. Ignatius found himself in his, he had to, he had to convalesce. He had to, he had to, he had to rest up. He had to have surgeries on his leg and yeah. And so he was in his room and he wanted to read like, he wanted to read the Netflix of the day, right? The Netflix of his day was um, novels about chivalry, about knights and, and shining armor. Like, like really, that's what it was. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not making this up. Um, Those are flying off the shelves. Like teenagers were, were staking out like to get this next magazine hot off the press. That's right. Sir, <laughs> Sir uh, Lancelot Sir Ignatius. And- and Arthur and the round table and <laughs> as we're saying Ignatius he was he wanted to sit at uh Sir Arthur's or King Arthur's round table indeed indeed and so Saint Ignatius he he started to have this idea that well first of all he couldn't he couldn't find these books in the house where he was staying and the only place the only thing that he could find was the bible and the lives of the saints no no it was the the Lives of the Saints, and his book called The Imitation of Christ. So basically, spiritual, boring stuff that he, he didn't want to have anything to do with this. He wanted his, he wanted his comic books, right? Um, but he, he couldn't find it. So he just, he just read, he was just in his bed. He's like, what am I going to do? Well, I'm going to read. Okay, so he started to read what he thought was going to be, you know, just boring books. And, and he had this really cool experience. So he, co- he, ha- he compared, the, he had two different experiences. The first experience was... He remembered what he felt while he was reading these these knight and shining armor books, right? He had this idea, yeah, I want to go and I want to I want to be this this knight that rescues this uh, you know Spanish noblewoman who was like you know several ranks above him, and he really wanted to do this, right? So that was his first project that he had in mind, and the second one that he had in mind was after reading. The lives of the saints. He said, "I want to be a saint like that. I want to be a saint like Saint Francis. I want to go, you know, preach, be poor, convert the world." And so he had these really two intense experiences, right? Um, and Father Luke, why don't you take it from there? What 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 happened after this? Saint Ignatius had these two experiences, these thoughts. He was reading. What happened next? Yeah. So, and uh, Pope Francis like explains this so well. So um, we're at a cliffhanger. He's got these two things that appeal oh, to him. And if this already smacks of discernment to you, then <laughs> I'm glad because you're falling right along with us. So he could be a knight. He could be like St. Francis. And he realized, okay, when I ponder and reflect and read or remember these books that I've, that I've read, it like gets me excited. Like there's this emotion of, uh, it's like, there's, yeah, this initial excitement. Adventure. Yeah. Adventure. And like, it, it's, it like, uh, tickles my fancy and then it, it's gone. <laughs> totally. And then, like, it's kind of leaves me empty. And so he notices that about the chivalry and the knights and the, like, this honor and this, this glory that he wants to win for himself. And then he reflects on the story of St. Francis and this humble man who just serves the poor. And, but he's all in. Like, he's, he's left everything. He was a nobleman and he left it all to serve the poor. And that's what he, he was following this call from God. And when St. Ignatius reflects on that, and he actually says, and I quote, um, when he thought of journeying to Jerusalem, so when St. Ignatius thought of journeying to Jerusalem, living only on herbs and practicing austerities, so like um, 
you can imagine like a monk that has very little things. He eats bread, drinks water, and that's it. That's like an austere life. When he's reflecting on that, which is pretty, pretty um, opposed to this other idea of like, of like a big banquet after a knight comes home after a glorious war and he gets the woman that he wants. He's reflecting on something that's really harsh and hard to live and radical. It left him a trace of joy. And so he begins like, that's all, that's how discernment begins. He's aware that there are these two opposing kind of contradicting uh, experiences that are happening in his one heart. He's one person. Now, like now discernment begins, but it began with this awareness. And so, but Andrew, um, once you are aware, like how does that help you on this discernment process? Well, it's, it's the first step. You need, you need something discernment for, to discern. You need to discern about something, right? It's not just like you sit down and like, Oh, discernment's this great new thing that, you know, this amazing podcast is talking about. I want to discern too. start discerning no. right now. Immediately, no. boom. No, you have to have something to discern about, right? Um, and and maybe I'll just back up a tiny bit. So Ignatius was able to discern about these things because what happened to him? He his his leg got blown up by a cannon. He was in his his bedroom recuperating. He was in silence. He was by himself. He he had time to think. <laughs> and I think we really have to unplug. Like, hmm. like, well, his, his, that situation just kind of fell on him. Like, he didn't choose that. But for us, whose legs are, usually aren't blown up every day, <laughs> we, we have to decide, okay, I need to stop. I need to not look at my phone all the time. I need to turn off the radio, whatever it is, and just be in, like, have moments of silence. Because that's when we start to realize all the stuff that's, like, going on in our heads, going on in our hearts, like if we're just, I don't know, like Father Luke, sometimes like, uh, this is a confession. So I love animals and I just, I just, I love dogs. I love cats. I love monkeys. Goldfish? Whales. Goldfish. Well, not, they're not too much fun, but I'll take them. I get because I'm pretty attached <laughs> to the two goldfish I got for Christmas and they're surviving. <laughs> Cheeto and cheese. You mentioned the name cheese it last episode. And I thought of the smaller of the two goldfish I have in my fishbowl across the way. So anyways, yeah. keep going. you love animals. So I'm talking, I love animals. And one of my biggest wastes of time is just flipping through the shorts on Instagram of just animals. Oh, I just you're like, love animals. You're one of those people. <laughs> I'm one of those people. And, but I just realized like, man, like I just, I mean, like, it's not like I'm there for three hours, but sometimes I'm there for like a while, you know, it's like, oh, I'm like, like I'm just constantly receiving content, mm. you know? constantly just taking things in. I'm not even thinking about, oh, I just enjoyed that thing. Let me think about that a little bit more. And no, it's just like next thing, next thing, next thing, next thing. And I just realized like, man, like sometimes you just need to stop, like stop, take a breath, like live your life a little more deeply. Okay. Like this is just, this is a little dumb example, right? About just animal videos, but like, like there are bigger things in life. Like we can just kind of go through, you know, the hoops without stopping and pausing like Ignatius did. Okay. So Ignatius, he stopped, he paused. It was forced on him, but he stopped and he paused. Okay. He started to become aware of these two experiences, right? He realized one experience left him dry, kind of just like not satisfied. And this other one, like you said, left him with joy, right? It was, it wasn't maybe like this amazing attraction at the beginning, but it sort of grew into him and it was long lasting, right? Those are great signs. Those are great. It's a typical example um, in discernment to be, to figure out, okay, where is God speaking? 
where is maybe God not speaking? Where am I speaking? Where is maybe the temptation speaking? Because we have to be aware of like these different voices that, that speak to us. And when we're at the beginning of our, of our journey towards, towards God and towards like, okay, I want to build my life on God. I want to, I want to, I want to live the Christian life. Like the Holy Spirit encourages us. He gives us, he gives us joy. He gives us peace, right? Maybe not something that you'll feel like, like giddy and happy all the time, but it's like something that's lasting. Whereas the evil spirit, he, he wants you to feel uncomfortable. He wants you to, he doesn't want to satisfy you. He wants to rob you. He doesn't want to give you strength and trust. He wants to make you doubt everything. Hmm. Um, so this experience that Ignatius had is something that I know I've had a lot of times in my life um, of like, oh man, this thought that keeps on coming back to me, this feeling or this idea, like thinking about it a long time, week after week, ah, something's just not right about it. Um, or something, or wow, this is really attractive. Oh, I think this is a good idea. Let me give it more time, you know? So like becoming aware of these movements is, is so essential in, in the spiritual life. And I, so like what um, Brother Andrew is pointing out with this, that's just like, we need to unplug. We need to pause in our lingo, as Brother Andrew as well said. Um, like that is so key to be all in as we, as we go in this series, like deciding, okay, I'm going to spend five minutes where my phone is in another room or it's on airplane mode. Because only then do you start even to realize that there are these opposing things. I'm hearing these two different voices. And let's say like, I want to spend time um, dedicating it to my family. And that's a, that's a really good thing that God is probably asking you if that come, kind of stirs in your heart. But that's something to then discern. Or I need to spend more time with this one person. Or I, um, yeah, like when I, when I get home, I'm exhausted. And so I spend two hours on my phone and then I'm even more exhausted. Okay, well, those are things to discern. But if you never stop, you're never going to become aware of these opportunities to discern. And like Brother Andrew said, and I think we hadn't even really mentioned that yet, it's an opportunity discerning is being aware of where and how is God speaking to me. And he's speaking to it through those things. And so uh, this emotion, like these emotions of joy and sadness and dryness that we've been talking about, what is God trying to tell you? Like, and how like St. Ignatius has broken this down for us. So as we go in this series, there are like, he calls them rules, but they're actually like, just like almost like, it's not ever going to be the same as something else. But if you open up an instruction manual, this is how you're going to put together this, you know, Lego castle, or whatever, step one, step two, step three, or this is like how you, for, you figure out the circumference of a circle. There's like, a, there's a method to these things. St. Ignatius figured out, in a sense, a method to figure out and discern and be aware of what is God trying to tell me? Because um, actually in the same speech, Pope Francis says, we're experts. I forget the exact term he uses, but we all listen to so many things all day. Like we're listening constantly. Like we're listening connoisseurs. That's not his word, but that's mine. Like all the time. But uh, not everything you hear is going to lead you down a path of joy like we've been talking about. And so if you're... Um, just becoming aware, okay, I'm listening to music and then Netflix and then my friend's opinions and all these things. That's great. But do you know how to listen to what's in here, what's in your heart? Yeah. And that's that's what it means to be aware. Like what St. Ignatius woke up to, he's now waking up the world to that. And Pope Francis in 2022 is like, please, people, wake up because you can't be all in 
if you're just going through the motions and just like letting like emotion now I feel Saturday. So I'm just going to lie in my bed in the dark, whatever. And now I feel excited and you're all bubbly and things like you take control. You like figure out where these um, influences are coming from in your life. Uh, That's, that's the beautiful thing. It's going to make you free. It's going to make you joyful. Uh, So as we continue walking in this podcast, that's, that's what you have to look forward to. It's so worth it. We're going to give you, let me jump in here. Let me jump in here and about this joy that you just mentioned, because Pope Francis in this audience, he has this great line. He says, making a good decision, a right decision always leads you to that final joy. Perhaps along the way, you're going to have to suffer a bit of uncertainty, thinking, seeking, but in the end, the right decision blesses you with joy. So I think, I think he, he just hit it on the nail. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, think of the experiences you have in your lives, people like now speaking to all of us, speaking about Angel, but speaking to myself, like when have you felt that joy? Like when it wasn't necessarily when you made like, I'm going to go to the movies and then eat a lot of popcorn. Like, it wasn't necessarily like the nicest, like easiest things. It was like, you know what? I'm going to go to the soup kitchen. I'm going to spend all morning serving these people. I just, I did that uh, this past week. And it was such a fulfilling experience. I hadn't done it in a while, actually. And you're just there serving these people that are coming off the streets in downtown Raleigh. And that brings you joy. And that, like, no movie, the Avatar movie, whatever thing, or newest Marvel thing that's coming out, Not it doesn't Avatar. compare. It doesn't compare. Like, that was an awesome movie. That was awesome. You're high-fiving your friends, whatever. Now it's like, now what? But, like, you you can almost exactly. live off that joy that you get from serving other people for weeks because, like, there's just something different, deeper, more profound in that. But and, and this is the like, and this oh, is this is the language. This is the language of discernment of like of not not the language of words that people are saying to us, but the language of reading the things that happen to us and picking out the patterns. It's such a it's such a, a beautiful spiritual uh, tool for your life. Like like who did who like. I, I want to understand how to do this well. Like it's, it's, but it's at the same time, I also know that it's not just this, you know, trick up my sleeve. It's not this like seal proof method or whatever. It's not like I can like own the process and always have a, a, the result that I, the perfect result. No, because we're guided by the Holy Spirit, but it is a way for us to slowly allow ourselves to learn this new language. It's in it. And like Pope Francis says, you know, on the way, you're going to have to suffer uncertainty. You're going to have to think you're going to have to seek. It's going to be work. But in the end, you're going to find joy. And it's, too, it's like the God is not a Coke machine. We always hear that image all the time. And so, like, you're putting in the time and the effort. It's not, like, necessarily, like, right away after three minutes of following the Nation method, guaranteed answers to whatever questions you have. No, because working through that is already part of the answer. Like, working through those things with God is already, wow, you're, like, you're really going to just, you're going to know yourself. That's actually what we're going to talk about a lot this next episode, the self-knowledge, but the journey is already like blissful and beautiful and tough. Like you're going up a mountain, you're hiking. It's, yeah. it's a journey. There's rocks, there's things, but already like, don't, don't just like think, okay, like um, I can't wait till I have no more problems. Cause I've just discerned everything so well. I'm an expert. <laughs> like how awesome that we'll always need God. And he's always walking with us, but always let's walk with him. Let's be aware of what he's trying to tell us. Be aware. That's right. So, folks, as we end this episode, remember to be aware. Oh, you're holding up the cards now, Father Luke. All right. Oh, man. So, Andrew now has to pick. So, there's four cards left. So, last episode, 
He picked Wait. the queen. I picked. Shouldn't he, shouldn't I pick for you now? Not now. You pick for me. Oh yeah. But you still okay, st- st- pick because I can see them. So okay. All right. So I want you to pick the second one from your left. Exactly. Oh, it's Take the it, king. Look closely. Memorize your card. Okay, it's the king of clubs. The king, so the queen was Mary and said, okay, what would Mary say on this podcast? The king is a case study. So he said, okay, <laughs> let's think. It's of- not Jesus. The king is Jesus. Well, the king is Jesus, but king. Case <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. But Andrew, I don't know if I make up the case study for you or you make up the case study for me or you present me a real case and I answer it. How do we want to do this? Okay, I'll make up a case study for you. Okay, and then I'm going to discern, folks, in real live time. We'll see what happens. Okay, so so you have a young guy coming to you, and he's he's depressed. His his family is going through difficulties. Um, his his parents are having are having difficult marriage. Um, he has to decide if he is should uh, leave his family because he he wants to. He's going to go to college. But he knows that he should maybe if he's he's staying with his family because he knows that that can help bring peace to his family. And he's sort of this element of unity. And he has like a maybe a younger siblings to take care of. His parents are going through difficulties. Right. But he also has to build his own life and he has to maybe he's, he's stuck. Like, what should he do? Should he stay with his family? Should he try to bring peace to a difficult maybe a marriage that's going difficult? Um, or should he, you know leave and hope for the best he's just really stuck he's depressed he doesn't know what to do wow so there's a lot of things to consider um for young bobby and you know as he (laughs) uh, as he does like discern okay what like what path am i going to take like he needs to know um the family situation maybe it would help to like talk to his parents about like what what is on his heart he needs to know he needs to be aware first of what is on his heart um he needs to be aware if fear is leading him down one path or another and where their like good desire and love is leading him down one path or another. Because if it's just like, oh man, if I if I go to college and this and this and this, therefore I have to stay home. Like like we are we can make up a lot of um scenarios of like doomsday scenarios. Like if I go down this path, therefore I can't. Like I need to play it safe. Well then that's not if that's like if it's fears or doubts, that already like, you know, smacks of the evil spirit trying to lead us. Whereas the Holy Spirit's going to lead us, like we were saying, to to a joy, not necessarily an easy one, but okay, like, but this decision of of going off to college and and living like giving using these talents that God has given me, if that begins to bring him joy, then uh, again he can't, you can't like we're not saviors. He can't save his parents, save the marriage if there's conflicts, whatever. Be there for his like little siblings, whatever. Um, he can't do all those things. He's not even being asked for all those things. If he like, he can't do that if he doesn't take care of himself. He can't be the gift that God is asking him to be if he doesn't uh, pursue the path that God is asking him to take. And so, um, I would say, like in a nutshell, uh, which which decision for you um, is kind of based on fear or leads you to uh, kind of like doubts and uncertainties. And which one like kind of leaves you like what Saint Ignatius said like taught us today, which one kind of gives you more peace and joy? And there might be doubt. There's gonna be doubts and fears there, but like that's where you need to surrender to God and say, Lord, I believe you're asking this of me. And yeah, maybe 
my family is going to, but then also when you begin to walk that path, you'll notice how God is leading you. Like we, we're going to make mistakes too, Bobby. You might make a mistake. You might realize like one semester in, like, you know what? I needed to be, I need to be closer to my family and you might transfer to a community college or wherever, do things closer to home. But um, as you begin to walk, you also see, wow, those really negative ex- like things that I expected to happen were totally like not yeah. even, yeah. Uh, they were totally made up there. There was fiction. Um, and that was the devil dang, dang it. I was trying to like stop him from doing this awesome thing by like fearing that he was, you know, um, yeah. failing his family. No, like, don't let fear stop you from following that desire, that good desire that you have in your heart that brings you joy and peace. Amen, brother. Amen. So, folks, uh, we're going to close this episode. Get ready for the next one. We're going to talk about self-knowledge, which is another thing kind of this awareness will lead to. Um, so stay tuned. Remember, folks, we do not ever just pause. We always also play. God bless you.